Hi, it's David Oaks. Glad you tuned in today to episode number 26 of season three of the Minor Touches to Major Impact podcast for nonprofits. Today, we're going to talk about the very first gift you want to get from potential donors and your donors. You want to acknowledge it, understand it, and steward it. That is the gift of their attention. Hey, glad you tuned in today. Fundraisers struggle to find the strategies and confidence they need, leave some feelings frustrated and insecure. I help them tell stories and say thank you all the way to the bank until the world has changed. Are you still fundraising along? You don't have to be. Alone, you're unsecure, uncertain, struggling, and you lack for money. But with our Minor Touches to Major Impact Fundraising Accelerator, you can be confident, certain, relaxed, and you can have an abundance of money. You go from a small budget to a large budget. Listen, get on a call with me, find out where you are, and see if fundraising with a group would be better for you. I'm sure it would. All right, let's talk about the first gift you want to get from your donors, and that is their attention. In his youth, before his transformation into Superman, nine-year-old Man of Steel Clark Kent loses it. Before running from his classroom in a dazed dash, his x-ray vision and super-sensitive hearing drive him into a state of mad frenzy. He covers his ears, bolts into a janitor's closet, and he locks the door. His ability to hear all the sounds in the world, all, and to see everything, it's driving him crazy. Clark's teacher races after him, begging him, open the door, Clark. Leave me alone, he pleads. The story takes a turn when his mother appears and speaks softly to Clark through the locked door. The world is too big, he says. And then she says, focus on my voice, Clark. Pretend it is an island out in the ocean. Clark, can you see it? making the effort to block out all the world's sounds competing for his attention. Clark focuses in on his mom's voice. He sees the island. Swim toward its honey, she says. The key to Clark's deliverance, (laughs) it's his mom's ability to get his attention. Now, like Clark Kent's mom... The savvy fundraiser understands that getting potential donors' attention, it's the first gift they should seek for. In a world saturated with information, like young Clark Kent, information overload, information overload, it's our daily experience. Words like infobesity, infoxication, Information anxiety, information explosion, TMI, you know, that's an acronym for too much information, TMI, attention economy, and attention theft describe 
the world. These are words that describe the world we live in. Do you know in 1986, we were presented with an average of 40 newspapers worth of information every day. Every day, we were bombarded bombarded with 40 newspapers worth of information. Now, in 2011, that number jumped to 174. You can click the link in the show notes and read the article. Now, where are we today in 2022? It's far beyond 174. Trust me when I tell you that. Our donors suffer from what is being called the infobesity epidemic. You can click the link in the show notes and read about the infobesity epidemic. Being bombarded with the equivalent of hundreds of newspapers worth of information every day, it forces us to ignore almost all of it. It forces us to ignore almost all of it. Fundraisers catch this. The biggest product of the information explosion economy, actually, it's a lack of attention. Like young Clark Kent, potential donors ignore most of the messages aimed at them and struggle to find the voices they trust and will give their attention to. The savvy visionary fundraiser understands that the first gift they need to work hard to get and keep is their donor's attention. This attention scarcity shows up when I receive my snail mail at my house. It's why I sort and open my mail at the garbage can. I make a daily trek from my mailbox to the garbage can. And listen to this. I throw away at least, or more, at least half the mail that I receive. And listen to me. I throw it away. I don't even open it. It happens in my email inbox. Did you know I delete the majority of my emails every day? I delete them before I read them. It happens when I glance at my Facebook and LinkedIn newsfeed. I scroll past 90% of the posts. So what does the savvy visionary fundraiser do? Listen, you begin to treat your donor's attention as a precious gift. Your donor's attention is a unique gift that must be appreciated cultivated and stewarded. Can I say that again? This is a good one to write down. Your donor's attention, my donor's attention, write it down. My donor's attention is a unique gift that I must appreciate, I must cultivate, and I must steward. Let me give you just a couple of thoughts on how to steward your donor's attention. Number one, Tell well-crafted stories. Stories, you've heard me say it over and over and over for years now. Stories are the currency that fundraisers collect to pay their donors for their gifts. You can click the link in the show notes and read a post that I wrote about it. I find that nonprofits don't know the difference between 
publishing information and publishing a story. They print newsletters filled with information. They send emails filled with information. They do social media posts full of information. They brag on themselves. (laughs) They brag on their staff. They brag on their buildings. They even brag on their beneficiaries some. But they don't tell stories. There's a huge world of difference between the information that you're telling and actually beginning to tell stories. Like a great one-liner, a story always starts with a problem, presents a solution, and the result. I like to call it the bloody hand. (laughs) You can click the link in the show notes and read about what I call the bloody hand. In a world of information glut, more information is not going to get your donor's attention. Only a story that grabs and keeps their attention will work. Notice I said, well-crafted, well-crafted stories. The science and the art of storytelling. It's a worthy pursuit for the successful fundraiser. Well-crafted stories grab the reader's attention in the first sentence Paul O'Neill, here's a quote that Kay Helm gave me, our fundra- our storytelling coach in the Minor Touches to Major Impact Fundraising Accelerator. Paul O'Neill says, always grab the reader by the throat in the first paragraph, send your thumbs into his windpipe in the second, and hold him against the wall until the tagline. <laughs> I love that. Visionary communicators In today's information economy, they pay the price to master the art and science of storytelling. If you're a fundraiser, you should study, pay the price to learn the science and the art of storytelling. Number two, appreciate margin. And by that, I mean, say more with less. Because of infobesity, There's a revolution going on now in marketing and promotion that visionary fundraisers must understand, and that is how to say more with less. Now, big business has learned that consumers are attracted to less is more. The early adopters have caught on and they're selling more like crazy and they're edging out their competition. Saying more with less is essential when you send your emails. Saying more with less is essential in your social media posts. Saying more with less is essential. You got to understand that in your website. Saying more with less is essential in your giving page, your newsletters. When you write up an appeal, you got to say it quickly and fast or people will delete you and they won't even get your ask. If you don't understand margin, saying more with less, you're likely trying to say too much in all of your collateral. There's a link in the the show notes and you can read more about saying more with less. It's a post that I wrote titled, Why I Paid $15,000 to Learn Margin. Saying more with less means using short two or three line paragraphs. It means using clever, uh, it's, it's cleverly using bold and italic emphasis, headlines, photo captions, 
bullet lists, and pull quotes. Ben Carr, Ben, Ben Parr, and says that attention is scarce and fleeting. You better figure out how it works, what people naturally pay attention to, and why. Ben Parr wrote a great book. You should read it. Number three, communicate quickly. Communicate quickly. Savvy fundraisers understand the difference in face-to-face communications and digital and print communications. Now, if you and I were to meet face-to-face over a meal or for coffee, we would take the time for a lot of small talk. We would catch up with, with each other, and we would patiently listen. We'd ask a lot of questions, but listen to me. And in digital, digital and print collateral, you cannot afford to beat around the bush and take that time. In digital and print collateral, we get to the point quickly. Understanding if we don't get there quickly, we will be deleted as in the, or in emails will be deleted. On social media will be scrolled over. In snail mail will go, our message will go straight to the garbage. So in digital and print collateral, we get to the point quickly. We communicate quickly because if we don't, we'll be ignored. Great fundraisers communicate quickly, quickly, quickly in their digital and print collateral. Well, great fundraisers are not shy about inviting people to join them and changing the world. They're not embarrassed. They're not shy. They're not timid. They make it clear up front that they're asking for money. If it, it is a message that if donors hear, they'll respond to. Here's the deal. You gotta get them to hear it. <laughs> you gotta get them to hear your message before they delete you or throw you in the garbage. Your donor's attention is a scarce resource that you must intentionally understand, appreciate, and steward. Savvy visionary fundraisers are students of what people pay attention to, and they understand a little bit of why. So that's our show for today. I encourage you, keep stewarding your donor's attention, saying thank you, telling stories all the way to the bank and until the world has changed. And listen, don't forget, if you're doing your fundraising alone without a trusted coach, consider joining our team, the Minor Touches to Major Impact Fundraising Accelerator with me. Click the link in the show notes. Have a call with me. I would love to just hear your story. You don't have to join the group for us to be friends. I want to hear your story. Okay. All right. That's our show for today. So until next time, Always remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders for our mission to create a changed world. We're not begging. We are not pleading. We are inviting humanity to partner with providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, to leave the world we found in a better place. So this is David Oaks reminding you, it's the minor touches that lead to major impact. See you next week. So long.